Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. You know, I was sitting thinking the other day how the government has practically trampled all of our rights over the last two years. And now, this year, it gets even worse. There's three points I want to discuss. One is how big banks and big tech will work together to end our personal freedoms. Number two is how the military complex will bring the market to be system into action, but this time at a global scale, not just a U.S. scale. And three, how no one will end the tyranny of psychopaths destroying the world as we know it today. To guarantee our enslavement, the government and the military worked with big tech. Every time you buy a cell phone or a device, you get something called an IMEI card. That IMEI card is an ID. And they're now saying that they're going to work with big tech in order to manage all identities for access to life on a global scale. Just like the lie behind the mass and experimental shots, they also are going to tell you that this requirement is for your own personal safety. It's for public health. But the difference is between COVID and this digital ID You can trust them now because they have brand new ways of transparency and ethical standards. Quote, enable public trust for new technology through ethical action and transparency. Companies like Apple and Google are leading the way by engaging directly with privacy advocates, allowing individuals to opt in to new tools and publishing extensive documentation. Others across the private and public sector should follow their lead or risk losing buy-in from the population at large, end quote. That was from the Rockefeller paper in 2020 on page 21. But I want to ask you, how did that actually work out for the public at large, their new way of doing trust, of doing transparency? Because what I remember is, one, big tech blocked access to apps. If the app didn't agree to what they considered free speech, it was shut down. So if a platform had people who want to give an opinion counter to the narrative of the government, it wasn't allowed on Apple or Android. Two, when Parler allowed people to speak freely against the lie called the mRNA vaccination, they were taken off the infrastructure. And number three, anyone, didn't matter who it was, an expert in epidemiology, a doctor, if they spoke out against the vaccine narrative set by Pfizer and Moderna, they were banned permanently. It was only recent that some people got their access back. And even then, it's not really back at all. And again, they claim that they want you to trust them. No, what they really want is a set of slaves. Nothing more and nothing less. Today, they already track everything you do online, as well as everywhere you go with your phone, because they have something called uh, geo-tagging. So wherever you go, they actually can track your device. Even with your IMEI card taken out, you can still triangulate a position to know where you're at. So... Don't believe for one second that even when your chip is taken out or your quote-unquote battery is drained, so you think, you can still be tracked to your location. And that, again, is against your knowledge. It's not really informed consent, is it? Sure, you may sign a paper, but you don't really understand it because they do it in legalese words to make sure you don't understand it. But regardless to say, they still need you to trust them. And did you ever ask why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. It's because... The Department of Defense, along with the Pentagon, needs help to manage digital identities. Quote, zero trust will not be zero trust successfully if we don't get help in managing identities, end quote. 
And without big tech's help, it isn't going to happen because we all know that the powerhouse, Google, Amazon, and Azure, which is Microsoft, they own almost all the cloud infrastructure. And number two, they have the financial means to do whatever they want. And number three, the government backs them to push it at a global scale. And it's with your tax dollars, by the way. So you're basically funding your own demise, right? What they're going to come out and say, just like the mask and just like the shots, that it's for your own safety. They're going to use fear to push the narrative of a one world ID because it will be required for national security. They claim that if you don't have this, the infrastructure will be at risk. They will use anything in their means to bring the system down and restart it with an orchestrated attack to bring the one world government into play. And if you recall, recently the World Economic Forum even told us what they're planning. They said that there'll be a pandemic worse than COVID. And just like event 201, it'll happen in lockstep. So society will collapse until they decide to reboot it with their new and approved digital identity. They're planning to, one, cripple the economy just like they did in COVID, but this time on steroids. So we're going to see increased lockdowns for your safety. You're going to see supply chain crippled for days, weeks, or even months. Who knows how long? Because we've already seen how they destroyed uh, processing plants for potatoes, for eggs, for manufacturing, you name it. And of course, you'll have massive food shortages. Number two, they're going to use fear and war to bring total chaos into society. If you recall how people acted over toilet paper, imagine what they're going to do when it's over a loaf of bread or an egg. Magnify the riots for toilet paper by 100 because it's food now and they didn't prepare. Number three, every device on the internet will have to be turned off because it's compromised, which means that the only way to stop the spread of the quote-unquote cyber pandemic that they're planning is to disconnect everything that you own. It means no access to any service of any kind, no medical, no banking, transportation, or streaming entertainment. Everything's shut down. How long? I have no idea. And number four, the economy will be impacted worse than the manufactured COVID pandemic because more lives will need to be destroyed senselessly by those in charge to make sure their agenda is met. So take a listen to this short clip. The COVID-19 pandemic has shaken our economies and societies to the core and shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus. Its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. The only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars and that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now. The time is now. What they're really saying is that if you don't have an ID or comply, you have no access to life, period. And the play is to have this in effect by 2027. So if you refuse your digital ID, you basically have access to nothing. They're going to restrict and seize any device connected to the internet. 
And again, it's for your safety and, of course, national security. Quote, we're really looking at these to be the minimum baseline of cyber protection that will reduce the rest of critical infrastructure operators. But at the end of the day, by doing that, we're also impacting national security and the health and safety of Americans throughout the nation. End quote. And here's another one. Quote, cyberspace involves not just the hardware and software, the technology, your tablets, your phones, your technology, but it involves people. People develop cyberspace. People use cyberspace. We are in cyberspace. And quote, Kemba Walt, Principal Deputy Director of the National Cyber Director's Office. In this new world of the internet, privacy will no longer exist. Everything you do will be tracked and documented. And sadly, if you refuse to play along with the game, all the access you previously exchanged for temporary freedom will be stripped. Why? Because everything's connected to the internet and... Without the new ID they control, your level of access will be changed wherever they see fit. So if they don't want you to have access to, say, your bank, your home, the office building, they'll just shut it off. Quote, while these various technologies can be used to implement this basic premise, it essentially means that users are granted access to only the data they need when needed. End quote. So again, if you don't comply, or maybe say don't have a proper credit score, then certain things will be restricted from you. You want to buy eggs? You can't. You want to use an elevator? You can't. You want to take a plane to go somewhere to see a family member? You cannot. It's restricted because they now control access through the digital ID. And to help them with this, MasterCard also aids in this whole tyrannical utopia. Together with the government, they will place 100% of our economy into digital. It's basically using market the beast policies, which means that without it, no one, rich or poor, free or slave, can buy or sell in the new economy. Quote, to create a truly efficient and inclusive digital economy, digitization must be end to end. We must put people at the heart of digital infrastructure. Public foundational digital infrastructures will be critical for inclusive economic and social development. End quote. Rajat Mahashari, that's the MasterCard VP of Digital Identity. And then to bind the platform together, they're going to use, like I said earlier, zero trust. It makes their global fascist utopia of serfdom a reality for all. Privacy and personal freedom will fade into obscurity. Quote, identity is a global issue that can't be solved by any single entity or government or private sector. A borderless digital world requires a reusable identity service that can be trusted and accepted everywhere the user transacts. And quote, VP of MasterCard again. It goes further than just your banks, your stores, even elevators. In this new world, an elevator will also require an ID. So if you don't have an ID, you're pretty much out of luck. So start hiking up those stairs. And sadly, by 2025, the smart elevator market expects to hit a 15% growth rate worldwide. Think about that for a minute. 15% growth, which means companies involved will make over $39.8 billion. What we're seeing here is Agenda 2030 at play. So with the smart cities, their goal is to remove people from their homes and place them into these new smart buildings or smart environments. They'll control all access to your life, even the ability to enter your home. So if you don't have an idea, you're not going to enter your home. And all the smart devices that you use, own, or have will be shut down until you comply or until your carbon footprint or your credit score is high enough. Scotland actually tried this um, a while back. They created a two-tier society, one of those who took the shot and the second one of those who did not. And 
The persons who refused to accept the digital passport, they weren't allowed to enter certain parts of society. And again, big tech helped them facilitate this. So the, the key players who helped remove all freedoms from those who refused compliance were one, Net Company, two, ServiceNow, three, Jumio, four, iProv, five, um, Alabasoft, Amazon Web Services. Think about that. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon Web Services, CFH DocMail, Microsoft Azure. There is your two powerhouses in the cloud, Amazon and Microsoft. Gov UK Notify Service and the Royal Mail. So in conclusion, as Rahim Manuel once said, you never want a serious crisis to go to waste. This is an opportunity for these nuts to do what they can never do before. Each government has a role to play, they say, to strip away all freedoms from the people of the world. And here we can hear it from the tyrant Prince Charles himself. Take a listen to this. This is the plan that I have repeatedly warned about to take the tools of oppression used to tackle the coronavirus and use them all, lockdowns, forced business closures, exclusion zones, isolation. We heard, we heard Angela Marsden earlier, businesses shut down, isolation at home, all of that, all of those measures, including destroying private property rights and private income in order to tackle the climate crisis. We have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. So we must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. A vital role to end humanity as we know it. And yet nobody is willing to stand up anywhere in the world to stop this. At the end of the day, a digital identity is nothing more than a scheme for modern-day enslavement. It's a new world order without borders, is what they keep preaching. It's a world government run by psychopaths and corporations to make your life a living hell. It's fascism. And as stated by Tony Blair in 2020, the only way out, everything's stored in a biometric identity. What the psychopath is actually saying is that without a digital ID, a person might as well not exist at all. So in closing, my friends, I only have this to say. The only path forward is resistance. Anything else is futile. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K-I-N-V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L dot com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.